Hi, I'm Laura Klopp, and this is your guide to creating safe and welcoming schools. In this podcast, I'll examine ways that school officials and teachers can make their schools safer, more inclusive, and more respectful and affirming. I'll be sharing stories and perspectives from members of the LGBTQ community. We'll learn how policies in the law can be used to help or hurt the situation. Thank you for joining me, and let's get started. Today, I'm speaking with Andromeda, a non-binary high school student in Florida who uses the pronouns they, them. Andromeda recently took part in a school-based protest of Florida's new Don't Say Gay Bill, about to become law. Andromeda, thank you for joining me. To get us started, please tell me a little bit about yourself. Please share your story of being LGBTQ plus in Florida. I was born and raised in a Baptist church. I ended up basically growing up, going through up until pre-kindergarten. I was at my church a lot of the times. Whenever I was outside of church, I would consume, obviously, the media. And just uh, back in the early 2000s, that was when gay people were starting to become more televised, such as like Lady Gaga, people like that. It did have a huge influence um, with the way that I presented myself. Myself. I took a lot of initiative to kind of be out there about who I am. So I ended up coming out when I was around 9 or 10 to my youth group without knowing that homophobia existed. So, of course, I ended up basically not having any friends for a while. I ended up kind of being outcasted by my church a little bit, but I was fine with it, honestly, because then I knew where I stood with people and I didn't have to fake anything. I'm glad to say that I was able to come out to people about that, even though I got a lot of backlash from it. I ended up kind of discovering later on, around like 9 or 10, that I was pansexual. And uh, I think around last year, turning 16, I started going by they, them pronouns because I felt more comfortable with that. I have autism. A lot of people with autism tend to have a lot of issues being able to understand gender and being comfortable with going by uh, she, her pronouns or he, him pronouns. So that influenced me a lot with being able to understand whether or not I was, what gender I was. My school life, overall, I would say I bounced a lot back and forth between schools. Um, I grew up in the charter school system, so K through 12, I ended up going to charter school. I also had a hard time in school, let's say K through middle school. But at the same time, I also um, ended up bonding with a lot of people who struggled with the same thing. As of right now, I'm going to a school with about 4,000 students, so a lot of the times there's really, like, it's not a small group of people that know everything about each other. So it's kind of easy for me to blend in with things. It has definitely been a change, um, especially becoming a public student rather than a private student. How has your, how has your use of they then pronouns been accepted by the students and by your teachers at the school? A lot of the people that I do talk to, um, especially students, they take it very well whenever I say that I want to go by they, them pronouns. I'm not in a whole bunch of classes where I am concerned about my well-being. I have one teacher that I'm currently taking. She's a wonderful lady, but uh, she doesn't use um, my preferred name or pronouns. I try not to beat myself up over that just because, you know, I'm going to be 
graduating soon, so I just kind of take it as a, a temporary thing that I'm going to go through, and then I'll eventually get out of that. A lot of my teachers have honestly taken it very well whenever I asked them to go by a different name. Um, even whenever we, we had uh, first orientations, a lot of teachers would have uh, your like student name and then preferred name down below that you could fill out to see if whether or not they wanted to go by something else which was really nice and honestly it just felt very inclusive. I have some hope that with this bill that I mean teachers most teachers have the best interest of their students at heart I think and so I feel like what legislators do on one hand it needs to be fought and it needs to be overcome for a variety of reasons but I'm hopeful that a lot of teachers will shrug and still teach and include and accept and affirm the way that they the way that they have been already for those who do. So now let's talk about the bill a little bit. How do you personally feel about the new Florida don't say gay bill, the bill 1557 that recently passed both the House and the Senate in Florida? I honestly felt a little hurt. Um, just because, like I said, a lot of uh, the millennials ended up fighting for us to have that right to be able to go to school and have that as a safe space to talk about things. I also feel like this um, has been an issue with history lessons, not teaching specific things just because the parents don't want their children to be uncomfortable with it. But even if you're uncomfortable with it, it still needs to be taught. It still needs to not be erased from history in the first place. Um, so overall, I would say that I felt uh, a little upset and bugged by it. Did your school, um, did the students at your school have a protest for the bill? Yes, there was about 300 to maybe even 500 students out there all protesting peacefully, of course. It was it was honestly great. Like the energy that everyone was getting, I had, um, there were people who were doing face paints. There was a bunch of students holding up signs, of course. It really just was a good energy. There were sometimes students that would climb on another student's shoulders and wave around a flag. So how did your administration, how did the adults at the school, the, the teachers in the administration, did they support the protest? Were they opposed to the protest? Oh, yeah. Did any of them join the protest? Actually, a lot of teachers joined the protest as well. There were a few older teachers that kind of ended up staying back, but they still wished us good luck. I ended up being able to kind of just like walk out of my class freely. Um, a lot of students were kind of like cheering the people on who were walking out. Um, a lot of the administration were, was fine with it, just as long as we weren't getting a little, getting too rowdy. They ended up kind of having to put an end to it because there were some groups of people who were trying to show up with eggs and uh they were even trying to throw bricks at us oh so protesters came were the protesters um members of the student body as well or were they people from outside the school completely there were only students they, they weren't allowing anyone um past students in the protest um so while the protest was going on there were students with eggs and bricks did administration do anything to stop or punish those students? They ended up basically putting a halt to the protest as a whole and they later on took those students and gave them referrals from what I know. Okay okay so but it also did serve the purpose of stopping the protest that's that's unfortunate. So you feel on a regular basis that school is a safe place for you. Are there times where you feel 
that it's not safe or welcoming? Absolutely. Um, I have experienced bullying because of it, especially, like I said, um, growing up K through middle school, I had pretty harsh bullying. I even had a girl throw an apple at my head. I've had staple staplers thrown at me. It was pretty harsh, honestly. Um, I've also had friends who have been bullied for it, um, but I honestly have been really good at being able to stand up for myself um, and not taking anything from people who want to be ignorant towards me. What are the things at school that serve as the strongest protective factors for you against the bullying and against the negativity? If you could say what elements make school a place where you feel safe and affirmed, what would be the strongest aspects of that? I would honestly have to say um, teachers um, allowing you to kind of like go into their rooms and having that serve as a safe space for students who don't feel safe eating in lunch rooms, whether or not they're overwhelmed by the noise in the cafeteria or they just don't feel safe overall. I also feel like it is a safer space just because a lot of the teachers that I do talk to end up um, referring to me by my preferred pronouns and name. A lot of the times I see my friend groups lifting each other up and basically being like, don't listen to them, they're just being ignorant. So it's nice being reminded of that whenever I do experience something hard. Now I haven't really experienced anything bad um, over the past year, really just uh, dead naming, but you know, other than that, um, I've had a pretty supportive group to be able to go back to. How do you know which adults at school are safe? What are some of the things that teachers or administration or other staff members do that lets you know that they might be a safe person to go to? Well, for the most part, I would have to say that the safe space stickers that they put on their classrooms have been a huge indicator of being able to tell whether or not they are a safe person to go to. I also, knowing um, a lot of gay people, I end up kind of noticing by body language, lingo, um, their styles, what they kind of just do overall, how they carry themselves, just me basically being able to tell whether or not they are safe by my own presumptions. Have you ever heard, there's the one level where you've got your teacher who won't use your preferred pronouns. Have you ever heard teachers or administrators or other staff use actively anti-LGBTQ language? Unfortunately, I have heard people, people like myself, um, non-binary, uh, ask a teacher or some type of administrative person to call them by their preferred name, and they would go ahead and ignore that. I've also seen a lot of videos on the same thing kind of happening where uh, let's say an older teacher um, who is more old-fashioned wants to say something along the lines of uh, the pronouns that they were born with, and they, even though they are corrected, they still continue to use the pronouns that they are given by the school system. How does it feel to you when you're speaking with a person, a teacher, a person in authority, who's not using your preferred pronouns. Kind of makes me want to crawl out of my skin a little bit, but at the same time, I also don't verbally or physically show that I'm uncomfortable because um, a lot of the times people will use um, your non-preferred pronouns just to kind of get under your skin, and I don't like giving them that power. So right now, Florida, as far as students 
who are LGBTQ in schools is experiencing a lot of difficulty because of the current legislature and uh, governor. What's your hope or dream for where the future will lead for LGBTQ students as they grow up through society and through school? I honestly just want to be able to have people of the future, you know, like I have a younger sister who's still in the school system and I want Whenever I think of the future, I want to think of a place where my sister is going to be growing up in. I just wish that teachers will continue to be supportive of um, students who want to use preferred nicknames, preferred names, pronouns, stuff like that. I really do hope that people are slightly less ignorant towards us because we are people we do exist even though we aren't in history books we definitely are a part of history so i just really hope that we're able to be included in the history and i just overall want just a safe environment for people to grow up in without any type of judgment thank you does your school have a gay straight alliance and are you a member of so they do have a gay straight alliance. I don't attend the meetings just because I have other things outside of school that I do need it to um, take care of. But I love the person who organizes it. They are a wonderful person. They do have some really fun events occasionally that I'd like to go to. But yeah, I just, I'm glad that I have a gay straight alliance at my school. Even as someone who doesn't attend the GSA at your school, how does it make you feel knowing that it exists and is a part of the school culture. It really does make me feel safe. It does give me hope that I can trust the school system a little bit more, especially with, um, like I said, my sister and stuff like that. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this. I'm glad that I have a voice in this. I am too. You're, you're going to be speaking to people who I, I feel like the more this stops being an issue about words and it becomes real people that people can listen to and understand their stories and understand why this is important on an individual level, there will be people that will be moved by that. So thank you. I really do appreciate having this time with you. Give my contact information to anybody you want who you feel like might want to have a voice or might have something that they might want to say about this and I will talk with them. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And I will definitely make sure that I'll send people your way because I do have some wonderful and bright people that would love to get a chance to talk to you. Fantastic. It was very nice meeting you today and hopefully we'll get to talk again. Of course. Alrighty. Well, have a good one. Bye-bye. You too. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for joining me. In our next several podcasts, we'll be speaking with more students who talk about what it's like to be an LGBTQ student in school today and how that new Florida bill about to become law makes them feel. Stay safe, be kind, and have a good day. Thanks for joining.